When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming back live, everyone. First stop, Brad Garrett's Comedy Club in Las Vegas. I'm there the entire week of January 15th through the 21st. Come see me at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club in the MGM in Las Vegas. We're going to have some fun over there. Then we're moving on to one of our favorite clubs, Hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas, January 26th and 27th, Friday night, Saturday night back in Fort Worth, and we are going to have some fun there. On to a place I haven't done in years, Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, right down the street from the Louisville Slugger Museum. Mm -hmm. Alex, I highly recommend going to see how they make baseball bats. It's a fun spot, right? Louisville Comedy Club, new club in Louisville. Can't wait to get there. One night only, Thursday night, February 8th. And then we move on to Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky, one of my favorite little clubs. Love this place. We're going to be there Friday night, the uh, 9th and 10th of February, and on and on and on. Punchline in Philadelphia is coming up, too. That's March 1st and 2nd, and DC Improv is March 3rd. Start getting the tickets now so I could be excited about coming to all of those cities. So much more on Frangiola.fun. Now enjoy a very fun, new, exciting 2024 episode of Cover to Cover. We're back. 2024, first real episode of um, the new year. The new year. Season six of uh, Cover to Cover, starting things off with little Tony Orlando and Dawn. Number one song in 1973. The biggest song of the year, 1973. Um, I didn't realize how cheesy it was you know when you listen to it now you're like oh wow but that was 1973 times were different listen to whatever that what's that instrument right there acoustic guitar no like there was something else there that was seemed like it was like a xylophone oh yeah you know Mm -hmm. that's back when you can have a xylophone song Mm -hmm. and uh it was a hit here we go it's the way we started things off many years ago Playing songs like this, and we're gonna continue on with that mm-hmm. trend. Ian Zeering, 
I've heard everybody. of it. We're jump, jumping right into it. Yeah. Jumping right into it. No bullshit. Ian Ziering, um, Ian Ziering, I believe he pronounces it Ian. Okay. Some of the Ians go with Ian, I-A-N. Some of mm-hmm. them go with Ian. I don't, I listen, I'm not going to fight people. It's spelled the same way, but some people like to do it differently. Mm-hmm. We all know him. He was, uh, he was 90210. Among other things, I think he was Sharknado. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and then, of course, he's been, he's, he's one of those people who's just around. Yeah. He's, you know, dancing with the stars and this and that. Seems like a nice guy. Seems like a good guy. Mm-hmm. Nobody has a beef with him, really. Um, you know, it's interesting. You look at show business. Show business is, is a, as I often say on this podcast, it's a tough one. It's tough. Show business is not easy. Mm-mm. And you take the cast of 90210. And you and you could see what I mean. Take any cast of any show where, you know, they make the money. Sure, that's fine. And the one hit they had, you know, the one 90210, the one Friends, the one uh, Happy Days, whatever it may be. Yeah. You got that huge one. Then that ends. And maybe one or two people go off to big careers. One of, you know, it's one or two Jennifer Aniston's. Or whoever else, Henry Winkler, or Mm -hmm. uh, in the case of 90210, who went on? I mean, I guess Luke Perry had a pretty decent career, and they all kind of had finest careers, I guess. Mm -hmm. But you never really hit it like you hit it with that one big one. No. And I don't know if the money, you know, I think you do fine if you live within your means, but it's, you know, it's hard to get two, three big hits it's hard to spin it off into a movie star mm-hmm. career and and all that stuff. So now there's, I mean, I don't know, Ian Zero could probably do a podcast if he's not already doing one. Yeah. But I think his career is about to change because <laughs> the strangest, you know, you see these strange headlines come across. So you're, when you follow the dumb things I have to follow, the TMZs and the People magazines and all this dumb stuff we have to follow. Um, and on New Year's, I guess it was Eve, mm-hmm. pops up on my phone. Ian Ziering attacked by biker gang thugs or something in L.A. Yeah. With video, which I immediately, when I see video, I'm like, oh, I got to. And even worse is a lot of times a TMZ will put, you know, a warning. They'll put warning, graphic, graphic video. yeah. And nothing will make me click on a video quicker when I see graphic video. I know if, I don't know if everybody's like that, but does one person go, I can't. Yeah. If it's going to be graphic, I don't want to watch it. I think everybody's like, oh, graphic? Let me see. That's what we're here for. Yeah. So anyway, here comes the uh, Ion Zering video. Maybe you guys have seen it. Maybe you haven't. If you haven't, I highly recommend checking it out. It's well shot. Yeah. Like, I don't know who was shooting it and how it happened. I don't know how people grab their phone so quickly. Mm-hmm. I can never find my damn camera on my phone. Like, I, if I had the, if something was happening quick, ra- quickly, like even these fights on planes and stuff, everybody's grabbing the phone and shooting real quick. I can, it takes me 15 minutes to even find my camera. Mm-hmm. I'm going through the apps, and I know there's easier ways, but I can't figure it out. So anyway, you got to get an iPhone. There's that, a button right I, on the you front. You know, I know, I know, I know. I it might be time. It, it might, might be. be time because there's been people. I'm getting a lot of flack. You know, I, I told you I've never been more shamed by anything than this <laughs> Samsung Galaxy S21. Yeah, I believe it's the best. The best they have. For, for, and the funny thing was when they sold it to me, they were like, "It's the best phone ever." I mean, the best of camera. It's mm-hmm. the best camera on a phone. There's no better. It's camera sucks. 
my wife always tells me, she goes, you, is this your, it looks like security footage. Like they were ice skating. My wife and my daughter were ice skating in New uh -huh. York. And I shot it from like, I was above. Mm -hmm. There's a radio city area where, you know, you shoot from above. And it, it does. It looks like I was like a stalker with security. You know, it's like terrible quality. And, and then I look at my, my wife's and iPhone videos and it looks like a fucking Scorsese movie. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what I'm, maybe I'm just doing it wrong. Maybe. I, listen. I'll help you dial it in. I'll it's fine. You. I don't have much time left here on this planet, you know, and I can't, I can't figure it all. Alex and I, before we came to air, talking about some weird AI stuff that Alex is listening to a podcast about AI or something. And I'm just like, I don't, this is not my business. Mm -hmm. I know it's going to change everything in the world and whatever. Yeah. And, you know, screen. It is funny that the one thing we're all concerned about is they're going to write movies. I'm like, I'm probably going to do a lot worse than that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so let's they're gonna uh, launch nuclear yeah, warheads. Right, right. But let's the not, writers let's guild. Let's not concern ourselves with the movies they're going to write. So anyway, <laughs> back to Iron Zero. So it looks like to me he's on Hollywood Boulevard. I just it seems just from what I see the storefronts that I can mm -hmm. see in the video, it looks like Hollywood Boulevard. I'm pretty sure there's you're right. his first mistake. Yeah, what the hell was Ian Ziering doing driving down Hollywood Boulevard, especially in that man's Chinese mm -hmm. Hollywood and Highland? If you yeah. guys know the area, you know what I'm talking about. It's just a shit show down there. But maybe he, I think he had his young children, and he might have been going to some Christmas thing. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know the details of what he was, uh, where he was going, or, mm -hmm. or whatever. But it looks, I think he's in a white Tesla. Yeah. Uh, things aren't too bad for him, I guess. He's doing fine. Anyway, it looks like there's like a, a band of, which now it gets stranger. It looks like a band of guys on mini bikes or something. Yeah, it's that's not like what, they're on Harleys. No, 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 no. They're they're on these like new, do you know what a Honda Grom is? Yes. That little. It's like a little mini bike, right? It's, it's a street legal mini bike. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So now this is what I, you guys know my <laughs> thing with mini bikes. Since, since the dawn of mini bikes, it's never anyone with a mini bike. Mm -hmm. This goes back to when mini bikes first began. It goes back to the Nolan boys in the, and Ronkonkoma, the pizzas, any of the Ronkonkoma people mm -hmm. who had a mini bike in their family. It never ends well, a mini bike. They, as you know, I knew many people in Ronkonkoma who could take any engine, mm -hmm. any type of engine. You give them an engine from anything, whatever has an engine in it, uh, you know, like a, a lawnmower, lawnmower, a blender, anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they could take that engine and they yeah. could make within two days have a mini bike. Mm -hmm. Couldn't, you know, multi do multiplication, but they could make a mini bike pretty quickly. Yeah. It's a direct one-way ticket to jail or prison mm -hmm. always it's never fails it's a 100 percent accurate um uh take on that mini bike world yeah so these are mini bike people i guess there's a world out there where people get together with other mini bike friends mm -hmm. and they just they go drive, 30 miles an hour just drive down streets and yeah and 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 wreak havoc upon yeah. you know like poor 90210 cast members mm -hmm. So let me say this about Ian Ziering. It it only it's only good for him because he actually, strangely enough, puts up a really good fight. Yeah, like there these there's five of them. There's five of them. One of them looks like it's a, it's almost it's like a, a little person. Yeah, there's one who comes. One in. of them's a big gal. Is it a big? I didn't. There, even, is there, there a is gal a, involved? There's a big gal involved. Really? Yeah. Okay. They're swinging. They come at Ian Ziering fast. Mm -hmm. He seems to get out of the car like because they cut him off or something. Which, once again, 
this I'm going to say this. You you know, shut the door. Shut mm-hmm. the door. You know my shut the door. But in this case, I don't think he could shut. He was like kind of trapped in traffic and it mm-hmm. looked like it was going to get crazy. Yeah. And so he gets out and he's he's getting in their faces about whatever they did, cut them off or something. And and uh and then they all start running running at him. Mm-hmm. And he's swinging. I mean, he's yeah. hitting them good. Throwing but, kicks. But, but also running, which is the good thing to do. You got to get out of the street and you can't go down. Mm-hmm. You know, you go down, they start stomping on your head. And yeah. I think you know, he's got hair plugs and shit. You know, that's going to be a mess. Yeah. Um, so so he looks at, he's putting up a good fight. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think in the comments, I read a lot of the TMZ comments. Most of the comments are like, I don't know. He he did pretty Held good. His own. It's like five on one mm-hmm. or something. And he seems to run in, which this is probably the worst part. I would, it looks to me like he runs into the um, Ripley's Believe It or Not <laughs> built. I'd rather be beaten up in the street by a bunch of mini bike uh, rebels than ag- ever go to the Ripley's Believe It or Not or the or the Hollywood Wax Museum. Yeah. So it looks like he runs into the Hollywood Wax Museum and and you know sent, see, probably saw a bad representation of himself. Mm-hmm. In the Hollywood Wax Museum, is he that big? I mean, is maybe they do, maybe they would do a cast, like a yeah. cast one. You know, the cast of nine hundred two one zero. He mm-hmm. might be waxable for that. So anyway, I'm going to say this: more power to Ian Ziering. God bless him for for and because I think his daughter was you know his little daughter. Yeah, I don't know how old she is, but look, I saw pictures of him consoling her. Uh-huh. Now I don't know if he left her in the car. I think he did, which is also <clears throat> which is also, but I don't know who else is in the car. Mm-hmm. But he did, you know, you got to, you got to react. You I mean, when that five people start jumping on you, you don't mm-hmm. know what to do. Well, what happened is he started to try to push through them because they were obviously all pushing him right. against his car. And then they all, if you push through them, they all end up at your back. So he right. ran across the street, kind of ran from them to turn around. But yeah, it looked like he was yeah. just getting out of the street mm-hmm. and then he was going to. And then, of course, nobody like comes to his aid or anything, but it all happens so quick. And now he's saying he's speaking out about it. I don't know. If, did you read anything about what he said? Let me go look for he's, it. He's also saying that that he, he's not getting a proper response, really, from like uh, uh-huh. the police or LAPD or yeah. whatever, which is probably true. Which or, is, you know, what is LAPD? Welcome to LA. Yeah, yeah. LAPD is really like, yeah. I mean, it was a motorcycle gang on mini bikes. Yeah. What, what do you want us to do? If you want to cut, you go, oh, were yeah. you messing with a mini biker? Let <laughs> me tell you this, and I'm going to be the first to say it. And um, it's going to be shocking. But I was in Best Buy mm-hmm. yesterday, whatever, a couple of days ago. The new Best Buy right up here in uh, Woodland Hills, they did a remodel. Mm-hmm. And it's a big banner outside, back open again from the remodel. And it says, prepare to be wowed Ooh. by the new Best Buy. Now, I haven't been in a Best Buy in a long time. Mm-hmm. So I walk in this Best Buy and... I got to tell you, I don't know anything about, as you could tell by my Samsung Galaxy and my problems with just accessing my phone, as I just talked about. I don't know. I'm not good with any of this shit. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, God, they have everything. Like, I mean, it's a wild world out there. It's not just washing machines and, and refrigerators. They got spy shit in there. <laughs> they got satellites. They got all mm-hmm. sorts of fun stuff. You know what's a fun world that I nev- will never be a part of, but it looks fun? gaming oh yeah gaming they got a section on gaming where it's just like screens and headphones and chairs controllers could you imagine if i was the type of person who needed a specific chair to game in Mm -hmm. like like i was a grown man who has a gaming chair Mm -hmm. you know it's more comfortable for me to fight 
dragons what yeah it's a <laughs> it's my dragon fighting chair i'm an idiot so i don't yeah. know but i guess people love it and mm -hmm. they stay on for hours my wife's in the gaming business mm -hmm. you know that's she's in charge of gaming yeah at netflix she's the president of gaming uh she doesn't even she doesn't even know what gaming is but what i listen let's not talk about it. so i'm as I, i'm with her and i'm like this is gaming shit like, yeah it's the biggest thing in the world yeah like people go it, movies make whatever they make at the box office, you mm -hmm. know. Games make 10 times more than that. Like, yeah. they just released a new, what's the one where you, you get to kill hookers? Grand something. Theft Auto. Yeah, they, yeah. Re they released a new Grand Theft Auto. It made like $100 million in a day or mm -hmm. something. Yeah. So it's just wild. Pre, I think that was pre-ordered. Yeah, like pre-ordered. Pre it's crazy. The game won't even be out for 18 months. I yeah. know, I know. It's wild. And then the TVs are just so gigantic mm -hmm. and so crystal clear and so i was loving best buy i don't know if you guys have not been to a best buy in a while i highly recommend which it. one did you go to right here right up on woodland hills right by the by, by the, topanga by topanga they, social and they re they revamped it revamped. that one was pretty sad a few Whoa, months ago used to go in now alex okay. it, you prepare to be wow we'll be wow and there and there's people coming up can i help you need something can i help you can i help you that's rare. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't just coming out of everywhere. Anyway, a lot of phones, mm -hmm. and I looked at a new Samsung, one that like flips open. Oh, you see this thing? Yeah, I've seen it. Flips open. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. No, not that one. There's one that flips closed, and it's a little. T it turns to a yeah. little tiny square. Yeah. This one's this size, and then it flips, flips open to like a big, oh, yeah. giant screen. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine I had such a thing? I think that's the, the one my dad I has. <laughs> Doesn't that sound perfect? It's nice. Yeah, you oh. could read everything. What the hell would I do with something like that? Like play games. I, I mean, I, you're gonna need now, to. I want to be a gamer. Yeah. I want to be. I want to have a gaming chair and just that's. Could you imagine? I don't know where people find the time to do any of this mm -hmm. shit. I don't have time to do anything. I was talking to a couple of my friends on New Year's Eve, John Ryan and Carl, and these guys. You know, John doesn't have any kids, and Carl's kids are grown. And I like I go golfing. I watch, you know, every episode of a of a series. I was like, golfing takes five hours. I don't. I haven't had five hours in twenty years. Mm -hmm. And special series. Fuck, forget that. Yeah. And the only series I've seen is Bluey. Every single fucking episode mm -hmm. of Bluey. Um. And so I. Anyway, back to what I was saying. So in Best Buy now they have these little mini bikes mm -hmm. for sale. Mini bikes. What looks like a motorcycle, but it's not. It's electric. Electric yeah. and electric bikes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I've been on like we rent an electric bike when I go out to Montauk. We have one electric bike because they don't have regular bikes anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just electric bikes, and they don't have like they used to have like little scooters. Those are all gone. It's just electric bikes, and a lot of people are complaining, especially in Montauk, which is a sleepy little town. It's like these things are ruining Montauk mm -hmm. because they're motorcycles, and nobody. You don't have to wear a helmet on it. Yeah. They go fast. I know they say they don't, but 30 miles an hour, whatever that does, mm -hmm. is fast yeah. on those. And you can still drive them on the sidewalk and stuff like you would a bike. Mm -hmm. So it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. In the street, it's a bicycle in the way. And on the sidewalk, it's a motorcycle. It's a motorcycle that will kill you if yeah. it hits you. Yeah. So it's it's a little crazy, those electric bikes. And I know they're getting more and more popular. They have mm -hmm. it at Costco. They have it. And they're heavy and they're fast. And you, we got to put some regulations on these fuckers because mm -hmm. it's look what happened to Ian's earring with those little mini yeah, bikes. You don't want mini bikes. You said it's street legal, right? Yeah. 
So do you have to, like, what is that thing? You have well, to, what they have is... Is a, it just battery operators take gas or anything? What the, the mini bikes they were on? Yeah. They were on actual gas-operated motorcycles with, like, 125 cc and like you know those really tiny dirt bikes i've seen it they're yeah. on street versions of those right now yeah. why that what is, is that like a thing people are choosing i think it's the new trend probably because you can get them for three grand instead of 15 oh, you know I what i mean you. like yeah, you could yeah, go yeah. buy a honda mini bike for four thousand dollars really yeah now what should i get Maybe into should i get into that guy. or get into gaming which which dumb thing should i be a part of MMA? which dumb trend should you i be should a get part? into fighting Ian oh, that's the other one like should i get into <laughs> mma like i i mean i guess at this point i'm just gonna go out being a failed mets fan you know just watch a team that mm. just eats shit in july every year yeah and uh and that'll be the way it goes mm -hmm. i watched like college football guy well i did the last night i watched college football okay i watched the games i got caught up in it Michigan versus Alabama, and then uh, I think it was uh, Colorado, uh, I don't know, whoever the other two, Washington versus, um, it was, the game was in New Orleans. And they're two good games. I mean, they both came down to like overtime, mm -hmm. last minute. I mean, I love football. And, I mean, people are going berserk. They're crying there. And I love it. I love that people have a passion mm -hmm. for things. Um, I didn't go to Michigan uh, or Alabama, or it was out here in Pasadena, Rose Bowl. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, it's just, did you get caught up in any of this? I didn't. And no. now they go, these two teams, the winners of both of these, they go to play the national championship. And people just go fucking berserk. Mm -hmm. I follow Dave Portnoy. You know who he is? Yeah. We all know who Dave know Portnoy Dave. is. Yeah. He's a Montauk guy. I see him out in Montauk a lot when, I go, when I'm out there. And, uh... And he was like a Michigan. I think he went to Michigan. He's a Michigan like fanatic, and he's just just freaking out. I guess because he bet a million dollars, something oh. won a million, bet a million, won. I don't know, whatever. Um, I'll say this though about Dave Portnoy. I know I'm not supposed to like him. Am I supposed to like him? What is the what is the rule on on him? Am I am I allowed to like him? It depends. Like on among my 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 you know my friends who have to do everything right. Yeah. In this world, You're I have not a lot. Supposed to like I have him. a lot of friends who yeah. do have everything has to be on the right side of everything. Mm -hmm. Is he one of the guys I, I'm allowed to like? They don't like him. They don't. Okay. They don't, unless they really like pizza. Okay. And then well, they might like that's him. how I mean. I know I watch him mostly mm -hmm. on on pizza. You yeah. know, his pizza reviews. Uh, if you guys don't know him, he's Barstool Sports. And I was on Barstool. They used to have me on their podcast mm -hmm. a lot. And I enjoyed doing it, actually. I don't think I was fun enough for them. Like, they were like, this guy's a bore. And I think I was kind of a bore the few times I did it. Because I I wasn't, you know, they they really want, you know. Want you like, turn it up to They 12. want to turn it up. Yeah. And I, it was early on in their in their life. Mm -hmm. um, and they I wasn't turning it up to 12 for them. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't take off my shirt or yeah. anything like that, you know. Play so. ping pong with yeah, your pants yeah, off. Yeah, right, right. So I wasn't <laughs> using my dick as a paddle. Or, so, yeah. yeah. And I, I let them down a little bit. But they were very nice. Nice people. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, I like, I, I'm going to say this, and mm -hmm. at, to, at the risk of being canceled, I like Dave Portnoy. I, I enjoy him. Mm -hmm. I know he's whatever he is. It doesn't bother me. But what I see of his pizza reviews, I think they're very good. Mm -hmm. I think he's funny guy. And um, and then I just watched, like, he did, like, a full year-end pizza review of, like, all the stuff years went you know, it was all reviews. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty good. I said, I was, I was telling my wife, she's just like, oh, rolling her eyes. And I was like, I don't know. I had to tell you, the most entertaining, all the shit in included, all the Netflixes and the Hulus and all these shows and all these movies, 
I'm more entertained by this guy's pizza reviews than I am by any of this shit, you know? I mean, I think it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Some of them are fucking great. He's got one pizza review that happened a few years ago. You you guys, there's nothing more New York than this pizza review. It's about a four-minute clip, and he's out... And in that four-minute clip, some homeless guy with a bloody face comes up. <laughs> Another guy comes up and goes, that pizza sucks. Another guy comes up and wants to fight the guy who says that pizza. This is all in four minutes. It's just wild. And it's like there's in it encapsulates New York City more than anything Perfectly. I've ever, more than any Woody Allen movie I've ever watched yeah. in that four minutes, that pizza review. Uh, and then this year he had one where he fights the you know the guy comes out doesn't physically fight him but mm-hmm. there's like a full on back and forth the guy tells him to fuck off don't get the hell out of here and it's uh, so I I thoroughly how did I get on Dave Porno there was some oh Michigan Michigan yeah that's what it was so I'm I'm fully in last night mm-hmm. and then my wife's like what are you doing I'm like I don't know I'm into f- this game she's like do you even know who these two teams are I'm like well I know a little bit about yeah, football I'm not an idiot I've yeah, heard yeah. of Alabama but she's like I don't know, I feel like you're getting a little too into it for a guy who tuned in at halftime mm-hmm. you know all of a sudden I'm that person yeah. who's just like all of a sudden I clatch her but that's what I'm saying I could easily fall into gaming mm-hmm. out of nowhere yeah next thing you know oh I, no yeah it's an addiction <laughs> next thing you know like you're out I, i've moved everything out of this garage <laughs> that, that I tv got a, i got a big giant gaming chair in mm-hmm. here i went to you a, take that surround sound from inside the house bring I went, it out here. i went one year a couple of years ago his name is jeff leach he's a comedian mm-hmm. english guy yeah sweet guy actually really nice guy um, and he has a podcast. He had a podcast at the time. I think he's doing kind of well, and he does like voices on video games and stuff. Anyway, he's like a full-fledged gamer, mm-hmm. and he invited me to his apartment to be on his podcast. And I, I go into his apartment. Now, he, here's he's got one of these little tiny shit apartments in mm-hmm. you know Hollywood, back mm-hmm. where we all had when we started out in this game. But he's uh, yeah, he's been in it for a while. I don't know if he's still living in that place, but mm-hmm. it was one of those apartments. Yeah, uh, that used to be you know three hundred and fifty dollars when I first came to LA. Now it's a uh, four thousand. But anyway, he had the full fledged gaming chair, mm-hmm. and he's like literally like got a headpiece on, and he's screaming at people in Thailand, yeah, yeah. like across the world, yeah. <laughs> and they're fighting. Give me a gun! Give yeah, me a gun. yeah, wild shit. Yeah. I heard and someone screaming. He's like famous that. for being like a gamer. Mm-hmm. Like people know who he is. Well, you're familiar with Twitch, right? Do I mean, you know I, what I, it is. I am, yes, do but you, I'm not. Do you know what it is? That like conceptually, I kind of yes. It's a massive platform where all kinds of games, not just Xbox or PlayStation, right. computer, anything, you could stream yourself playing games. I know, and people so, watch this. Yeah, so a so lot. So I of, will watch somebody else play the game. A lot of celebrities, the same way that the celebrities might start a podcast, they a lot of Twitch. people that are into video gaming, they go and they start a Twitch channel. And, uh, and what do I do on Twitch? You know, they'll they'll play video games and I see porn. A lot of porn people there's, go there's on a lot Twitch. Of, well. Cosplay, you know the world of cosplay. You know, do the, I ever? Yeah, I, that's another one I might mm-hmm. get into. What the, What should I be? Should I be like? <laughs> you should be Lola Bunny. Or Who's Lola Bunny? <laughs> oh, all right, I like that already. You could do. A, you should be Carl McKeenan from Walking oh, Dead. Oh yeah, yeah. He played a character. <laughs> what was his character's name? You should just be him. Anyway, they, so that would be exciting. Uh, yeah. So Twitch is like another world that yeah, I don't need to. But know. it's it's mad. I mean, it's Facebook size. Yeah, it's, it's like huge. But old celebrities have massive... Like Ian Ziering would go on there? He might. 
uh, all right, well, all right, these are the things that I need to, this is 2024, I need to come up with something new, you know, yeah. a new a new angle on mm -hmm. things. So maybe I'll be a, a Twitch gamer. Yeah. Anyway, I couldn't get over Best Buy. That's, let's let's just get back to what we were talking about. <laughs> Best Buy, some shit going down over there. It's fun stuff. Mm -hmm. I wanted everything, and I would use none of it. Like, I wanted these, they had these cameras for the inside of your car that, like, you know, you put them up and they and they they videotape they they tape your your ride your drive. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, and then my wife brought up a good point. She's like, that's what all the Uber guys have. They have it on their and yeah, it looks in so the back seat. So they get seat. attacked. Yeah. I know, but my wife's like, it seems strange that say if you get murdered, what does it do? It just records the murder. Like it, it's not like it won't. It's not going to call the police. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not notifying. It's anybody. not notifying anyone. It's just. Showing that it happened. Yeah. So, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, I like those. Those they you know, they have all these these setups that and you could see what it does. Mm -hmm. you know, they got these uh so that was pretty cool. Loved loved Best Buy. What a great episode. This is me just talking about my trip to Best Buy. <laughs> Real fun. I don't know why we were there. We were there for a reason. Oh, we had to buy a printer. Mm. That's how boring we are. You know, we still walk, own a printer. We're walking press like the real fun stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And like, you guys have any Printers, and then of course they cut send us over to the sad printer section. Mm -hmm. There's some sad sections too. You know, they got a couple sections where it's just stuff nobody wants anymore. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of like CD ROMs. <laughs> yeah, that TV was a, antennas. When and... I was first starting out, and in, in, um, to show you how some of these things you never know what's going to take off. You know, I remember like CD ROM, mm -hmm. like getting involved in that was like, yeah. Remember, remember um, ringtones? Yeah. This guy made a million dollars in ringtones. <laughs> what? Yeah. I used to be working at Mirabelle at the time, and these people would come in, and a guy would leave me like a $200 tip and order Dom Perignon or whatever. What's this guy's deal? Ringtones? I'm like, shit. Ooh. Did I miss the boat on ringtones? Yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. And that's, nobody cares about them. <laughs> like, remember, no. you've gone. What, what ringtone are you going to have? Mm -hmm. All right, this is my ringtone. That's my ring. The Star Wars themes, my ringtone. And it was never the actual song. It was like a video game version. I don't of even. It. <laughs> do, 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 I don't even do, like. Do. I keep my phone. I never want to hear my my phone. Never rings mm -mm. unless it's some scam scam alert call. Mm. Get started on your resolutions with Factor. Are you ready for the new year? Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery store's prep work and cooking fatigue. Instead, get a chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meal delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie-smart, vegan, veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons. You'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Wow. I did that without messing up one word. I am ready for the Today Show. First take. Thank you, Factor. First take. And now I'm going to go back to just regular Chris Frangiola telling you how much I love Factor. They deliver the meals right to me. Microwavable, two minutes, quick, easy, good, delicious. The smoothies. Once again, in the morning, great mango, strawberry, all sorts of fun. Factor now offers loads of snack options, like I said, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep me going no matter what's on my schedule. My schedule, I'm busy, Alex. So Factor keeps me moving, doesn't slow. And you know what? You ever do these 
these delivery companies, DoorDash and whatever else, mm -hmm. it's a fortune to get it's, stuff yeah. delivered. <laughs> Not over at Factor. It's still relatively cheap. Skip the overpriced uh, takeout trap. Factor is cheaper and way more delicious than takeout. Chef-crafted restaurant-quality meals delivered right to your door. They're ready to heat and eat in just two minutes, which means more time for you to do whatever you do. Maybe gaming. Maybe. Or whatever you're going to choose for 2024. Get out there and do it with the time that Factor gives you. Alex, are you ready to give these people what they call a call to action? Yes, sir. You, are you people ready for action? This is your call to take action. Go ahead, Alex. Head to factormeals.com slash cover2cover50 and use code cover2cover50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash cover2cover50 and use code cover2cover50 to get 50% off. 50% off. That's half price. Half off. Unbelievable what the people over at Factor are doing for you guys. Thank you, Factor. Enjoy. All right, everybody. Well, there you have it. Um, so, oh yeah, Ian Ziering. That's what we want to talk about. So yeah, I, I mean, I wish him well. I think it's a. It says Ian Ziering was attacked by bikers in Los Angeles on New Year's Eve. The fall in Beverly Hills was seen on camera getting into an apparent brawl. Was involved in a scuffle on New Year's Eve. Da 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 da. Anyway, I was seeing if there was any new information about it. I got a new show coming on NBC. You know, they're still doing like sitcoms. Mm -hmm. Over there on and on these network television shows, yeah, you know the networks, the ABCs, the CBSs, and the uh, you know Fox. Maybe they're doing like real sitcoms. Night Court is one of them that was kind of a hit. Yeah. You know, the old Night Court is back. Mm -hmm. John Larroquette, they dug him up, mm -hmm. and he's in it. And then it's like a new cast of characters, and you know, it's it's Night Court. I don't know. I don't. I never watched the first round of Night Court. So, but apparently, it's a hit. Now, whatever that means these days, a hit. I think if 17 people watch, it's a hit. Yeah. You know, it's not certainly not the numbers that used to shows used to get. But anyway. 12 Angry Men is their viewership. I, I would imagine, yeah. you know. Mm. And and now they got a new show called The, the Extended Family. Ooh. Uh, that's going to be on with Night Court. That's their big, that's their, their block of mm. comedy block, you know. Maybe it's Thursday nights. Anyway, this starring John Cryer. Who this John Cryer? I mean, I was talking earlier about it's tough to get one hit after another. Mm -hmm. This guy seems to have no problem doing it. I mean, yeah. he just jumps from one big hit to. A, I mean, I don't know if this extended family is going to be a hit, but I mean, two and a half men and he just hit. on and on and on. He just keeps going, mm -hmm. and I think you know, I think he's a nice enough guy, and that's why he keeps working. People are like, ah, the guy shows up on time. He knows his lines. He's not going to give you a hard time. He's not Charlie Sheen. And whatever else. And I'm going through his credits, and he's kind of like big in the the comic booky, not yeah. Marvel, but the DC comic. Well, world. he was yeah. in one of the Superman, the CWs, many, way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, he's in their involved world. in that world. Uh, I used he used to live in my neighborhood back when I lived over in Toluca Lake. We I'd see him a lot. And in the neighborhood. that one right there, the one you just moved from. No, no, no. Oh. Before that. Oh, Toluca. Uh, I'm sorry, Toluca yeah, yeah. Lake. Yeah, he uh, he. I'd see him a lot. Him and his son would be like in the park playing catch and stuff and i'm just i listen i don't want to say anything about him or his son but i think both of them need to be in more in the arts you know less <laughs> yeah. in sports and less more. but you got to try you, you know you know you don't know what's going to stick mm -hmm. so you throw a ball a couple times and you see if it's going to be more theater wing mm -hmm. or uh or sports wing yeah you might throw a ball and hurt your hand yeah and so you, go, you, oh, you could tell pretty quickly who's going to be in the theater wing and who's going to be in the sports wing yeah haven't really figured it out with beckett yet which one we're going to mm -hmm. but it's looking a little like the theater wing um <laughs> and then it starts abigail spencer 
and Donald Faison, another guy who's you know been in a million things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like a it's like a full fledged sitcom. Like the kids are you know funny. A funny kid walks in, says a line, like uh, my sister ate all my cookies, and mm-hmm. her sister comes in with just cookies all over her mouth. Mm-hmm. All right, she goes, "No, I didn't." And then they zoom in on the cookies on her mouth, and everyone laughs. And then you hear the studio audience go, "Ah, <laughs> right, exactly." Yeah, yeah. Here I am, busting my ass over here five days a week or whatever we're doing this podcast now, hours and hours of material, and people will write comments. I didn't like that joke or this. I didn't like that he just he talked a lot about Best Buy, but they'll fucking cackle at like that cookie joke. Yeah, you know, I've written on sitcoms. It's so shockingly shocking how bad mm-hmm. some of these lines are and the audience so here's what happens and there's a little inside baseball and fun for you guys and nothing against any of this because i know there's a different like i'm coming at this from i don't know i like to think that i'm better than people you mm-hmm. know as, as far as comedy goes like yeah. i know more than you guys know in comedy so i'm uh but i'm really not it's like what you like you like and, and god bless you for it you know, I don't know if anybody truly laughs at like these sitcoms. I, I just find it hard to believe that yeah. they do. But anyway, I would imagine some people go, yeah, I I don't know. Was it bad? I watch, I don't even really watch it. It's kind of playing in the background as I fold clothes. Mm-hmm. I'm not fully engrossed in the characters or anything. It's dumb shit. Yeah. Maybe that's the way people approach this kind of stuff. Good looking people being charming in the background. There you go. Yeah. I mean, how is that so bad? Mm-mm. Anyway, so I was working on a couple of different sitcoms. And I was, and by big people, like big, you know, I mean, the producers were Roseanne producers and big producers. <clears throat> and they were just terrible sitcoms. And you have the studio audience there, of course, as you guys probably know. And that studio audience is a lot of times um, paid to be there mm-hmm. or busted. There's people who make a living, like going to be audience members. Yeah. Give them 50 bucks or whatever. And they know how to do it. They come with a book. There's a lot of downtime. They sit for hours, depending upon what sitcom it is. If it's one of the newer sitcoms and they haven't really got it down yet, it could be hours of sitting there. If it's one that's been on for 10 years, they know what they're doing. They could roll through it in an hour. Mm-hmm. But I was on mostly new ones. Some of them never even saw the light of day. And here's the people who come. Now, it's people who, A, can't get a real job anywhere. Yeah. Don't want to. I don't know. Their feet are swollen. (laughs) Or for whatever reason, they can't get a job. You know what I mean? Like, that's who we're dealing with. Yeah. And mesothelioma or something. And they're Mm -hmm. like, well, what can I do? At 50 bucks, you can go watch a sitcom. And it's all people, you know, I got a prison record and they can't get a real Mm -hmm. job because of that. So what that's what I'm saying is you're not getting the 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 creme de la creme of society. Yeah. To come down, okay? Then they're fed a bunch of you know snacks. And they give them a lot. You could have as many snacks as you want. They're throwing candy at you. Mm-hmm. There's usually like a warm-up guy who's just like tossing candy in their faces. I did that one time too. I thought I'd be a warm. This is when the shit was down in my career. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll be a warm-up guy. I'll be a, you know, because I know friends who make good money doing it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good living. Like, uh, we have a friend, uh, Alex and I, Gary Cannon. He's the best warm-up in the I business. I mean, the guy's, you know, he, the guy's been doing, he does warm-up on every show on TV. Yeah. Uh, but literally, if there's a new show, he gets a call I know. first. Like, because he's good at he's it. He's great he keeps, at it, yeah. it's, it's a good skill. Yeah. So I thought I was going to do it one time, and I went in to do it, and... 
I didn't, you know, I thought I was just going to be a comedian, mm-hmm. you know, because I'd watch, I, when I first came to LA, I would go to tapings because I thought it was exciting to watch tapings of shows. And I saw the warm guys. I was like, oh, I don't know. It's just a comedian being a comedian. And the guy was, I get there and the guy's like, where's your candy? And I was like, oh, I, I didn't, I don't have any candy. He goes, you didn't bring candy? This audience wants candy. I'm like, well, they're adults, they're aren't? adults. Yeah, like there's a Seven Eleven across the street. <laughs> it's a bunch of adults. Like, what am I throw? He's like, yeah, but you gotta throw candy at them. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, yeah. He, and he was, I could tell. I, I've talked about this guy before. I won't bring up his name again because I feel I'm just trying to fully end his career. But it's, I, I've looked, I follow him on Facebook. It's pretty much over. So I don't need to kick him while he's down. But anyway, um. He was very mad at me, and t- so much so that he was just like, "We we got to get rid of this guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even bring candy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even. Know. He thought he was going to come in here and do jokes and warm the audience up without candy." Yeah. So I didn't know. So I got fired immediately from warm up guy, and I because I didn't have candy. So these guys will bring. What show candy. was that on? Well, there was a very early. Uh, it was a different Ch- Chelsea Handler okay. show. It wasn't uh, Chelsea lately. It was a. Fr- it was an early Chelsea Handler experiment. Mm-hmm. That that uh, Chelsea Handler experiment. It, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It was like a yeah. Anyway, and then it became Chelsea lately two years later. But mm-hmm. it was an early experiment where it was a live studio audience. We were going to show clips and whatever. Listen, and I t- was going to be warm up guy. Anyway, I took a shot. Yeah. And it turns Honestly, out, it turns out if I would have brought a bag of Tootsie Rolls with me, I my whole career would be different right now. Yeah. I would probably be a gamer who goes and does warm up for you know America's <laughs> yeah. Got Talent or some dumb shit. Well, just because I would have brought, but the fact that I didn't bring Tootsie Rolls, mm-hmm. I'm here. Here I am. Yeah, on top of the world, Alex. Say what you will about our friend who does audience warm up, but he's the only comedian I know that owns an apartment. So <laughs> yes, that's true. I right? mean, he's the yeah. only one. So well, uh, what about me? Well, yeah, but you're on a different. Thank you. It's such salt I wanted to hear, and it's certainly not an apartment. No, no it's no, certainly no. not an apartment. It's got it's got twelve. Foot gates. Well, but that's because you're not an audience warm up. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You if, have had I brought skills. Tootsie Rolls that day, I'd be living in an apartment in an with Encino, a gaming chair. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, I mean, you just never know how it's all going to work out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to what I was saying. So, they're giving these guys, you got Otis Spudmeyer muffins, and, mm-hmm. you know, if it's depending yeah. upon if you're at like an NBC sitcom, they're going to give you quality shit. Yeah. And I was shocked by the, because I was down, what I would do was I was co- I would always come in, because I was working on Chelsea Lately at the time, so I would come in and do, like, they brought me into, like, we need this show to be better. This is back when I, they, people thought I was, like, the king of sit, you know, this guy's the funniest. Mm-hmm. Nobody comes up with a one-liner quite like this guy. Okay. So they would bring me in on just taping days, mm-hmm. the final day before taping and taping day, and I would sit there and just go, Here's a better line than that, mm-hmm. okay? Which pissed off all the other writers who were on the show. Well, we were here till three o'clock in the morning coming up with, and I was always like, "Yeah, we could and tell. this is the shit you came up with, yeah. like this dumb shit." But they, that, they were like, "Yeah, well, we're here, we're we're playing the hand we've been dealt. Mm-hmm. You know, we know, we're, and they're, they're smarter than me. They're like, we know what we're doing. Yeah, we're not overwriting the show. You." You're coming in here thinking this is, uh, you know, whatever it is. I don't know. Cheers, and it's it's not cheers. No, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. So was your would that have been considered punching up? Uh, it, it, better than that. Yeah, better than punching up because you weren't in a writer's room. You were more. I on turned. Set, I, or? I and then and then I had an offer 
from uh, the guy who does Two and a Half Men. He's like the biggest showrunner, producer in the mm-hmm. world and has a million shows. Mm-hmm. And he came in to watch one day. He happened to be shooting Two and a Half Men actually across the hallway. And he came popping in just to see what our show was up to. And some of the lines, he was like, oh, those are good. Because they were very two and a half many kind mm-hmm. of lines. If you watch that show, you know what I'm talking about. And what the hell's his name? Chuck Shit. Laurie. Chuck Laurie. Chuck Laurie. And Chuck Laurie comes in and he's like, these lines are good. Who wrote them? And somebody, you know, one of like, Chris Frangiola. And I was on Chelsea Day at the time. And I, that's all I need. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm fucking the biggest star. And I don't need you people. And Chuck Laurie like comes up to me. He's like, how quickly can you walk across the hallway and be on two and a half men? Like, and do this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ha, 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 I'm on Chelsea lately. It ended a year later, and I, you know, I floundered for five years before this mm-hmm. happened. Well, maybe You more. could be writing for The Ranch right now. Well, you I know. could be the I know. Ranch I mean, listen, executive producer. Great. Yeah, and look what happened to Danny Masterson. Yeah. He was on The Ranch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyway, that was, that was my, he came over, literally was like, I will hire you tomorrow. And then I laughed, and he goes, no, I'm not joking. It was when Ashton Kutcher had been on. Mm. Remember he, uh, Charlie oh. Sheen, they went that all the Charlie Sheen shit went down and Ashton Kutcher took over Some and he was like, come on done. in, yeah. we need you bad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I could have still been in the camp, the Chuck Laurie camp, yeah. but I didn't. And you know, here's, here we are. Anyway, I was always shocked by how, so you would say a line, all right. And then the person, actress, whoever it was, Ali Wong was on the sitcom I was writing on and say, Ali would say a line. And um, and the the studio audience now once again, prisoners, ex cons, mesothelioma, Gas swollen feet. Gas, that's who oh, loaded up with Otis Budmeyer. Been oh, there for loaded seven, up. Been there for seven hours. They would laugh at it. Then the producers were like, "That's the one that goes on TV." I'm like. That's the dumbest one. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah. Did you hear that reaction? I'm like, yeah. From the stupidest people in the world mm-hmm. reacted to that. Yeah. That's who's in. They just want to go home to whatever home that may be. Mm-hmm. They just want to go home to a a, a, a a fucking loaded countertop. A countertop filled with half-filled bags of ruffles. Mm-hmm. That's where they're going. They just want to get the fuck out of here. So they're laughing. They were told to laugh, but they would always go with the one that got the biggest laugh within the the you know room. Yeah, as if they were paying for the laugh. And I was like, that's the wrong way to go about it. Mm-hmm. But what? And then they were like, they, I got fired. Yeah, because they're like, this guy's just nothing but trouble. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm here. That's why I'm in a garage thinking of maybe being a gamer or getting on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Well, what else? What am I going to be? A cutie, cutesy cat on Twitch? Cutesy cat? I don't know. You gave me a character. <laughs> oh. Uh, We're gonna, you're going to do cosplay. But here's the good thing. You're going to be on, Carl McKinnon. I'm not, I'm not on Hollywood Boulevard fighting um, you know, little mini bike motorcycle no. gang. So there you go. I mean, I have that going for me. Anyway, that's what we wanted to just kind of start the uh, month off with, uh, January. Um, I mean, there's not a ton of stories out there. There's you know, just like Japan earthquakes in Japan. Yeah, Baba Vanga, Travis Kelsey. That's Dream. everything. I mean, Travis Kelsey. It just yeah, mm-hmm. they were on together on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Good as they should be. Yeah. People are people are getting angry at me. They're saying, um, 
I've, I've gotten several people say, we're going to disagree with you on this one. They didn't say it in a bad way. They're just going to, we are just going to politely disagree with you on this one. They want to believe. Because I'm saying that I don't think this one's going the distance. And they're saying so much. They're like, well, not only are you wrong about it, I think they're going to be married and there'll be babies, like a baby in the within the year. Mm-hmm. Marriage and a baby within a year. And I was like, ooh, I no, don't know about no. that No, I don't think Taylor Swift's having babies until... But... She got to- there's a lot of money she's bringing in right now. She can okay. have kids in three years. But, okay. But she's also 32, 33. Sure. So now's the time to start. Mm-hmm. Like, I know people are like, yeah, but, you know, that... What about when, you know, the song that she wrote about this guy? And that's just her trajectory. This is how she does it. I was like, yeah, but that was also when she was 23. Mm-hmm. Things are different. You know, yeah. we all know. She's a young woman 33 now. and 23 are a big difference. Yeah. So maybe now it's like, okay, we don't need to be writing about scarfs anymore. We're going to go a different route. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> Now she's going to start singing about jerseys. I, I, who Probably, knows? I don't, yeah. you know. I mean, everything she touches turns to gold, so I'm not going to argue with whatever she does. I think, I do think, you know what? I'm going to go this far. I think they're right. I think maybe, I don't think it'll go the distance distance, but I think... I think they are together a while, and I think Travis Kelsey, Tom Sandoval's. That's what I think. Oh, really? Yeah, and like I think with in, another woman or something, but in similar fashion. It's more, I think, because we've talked about maybe it's PR or something. I think he gets caught with a real girlfriend and then has to be the asshole that wow. cheated on her. That's what I think. Wow. Um, I mean, he would be if that happens. Oh, he would be the pariah of, of the every, world. But he'd probably be the, the everybody would hate him. The NFL wouldn't. Yeah, well, that might be that. That might be his, they would too. They're like, we need maybe the, the NFL, NFL needs a needs a cute. Let me rephrase: face. NFL fans, the people okay, who are right, already right, right. sick and tired of yeah. the Taylor Travis game. You. You're they right go, about that. Good, get her out of here. Uh-huh. Let's get back to football. That's you might be I right, think, but uh, you're not wrong about that. Um, okay, interesting angle. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you that one. We'll let, we'll let that one we'll let simmer. It. See yeah. what people think. Uh, They're going to hate it. But. I don't know, but then again, the other thing about Travis Kelsey is. He's out of this. He's out of football in two years. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been playing for a long time. Yeah. Um. And who knows what happens with the Chiefs this year? I mean, they're I think they're in the they're definitely in the playoffs. Yeah. How far they go to the playoffs, you know, remains to be seen. But um, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting one. I don't hate. I like Taylor Swift. I actually mm-hmm. listened to some of her music last night. Strangely enough. We had a full-fledged real party last night here at the house. Ooh, what'd you do? Well, we didn't really do anything on New Year's Eve, and we bought a bunch of shit, but we didn't do anything. So my wife's like, well, let's just do it on New Year's Day. So we were opening, we opened champagne, we played uh, playlists. My wife put on some, like, hits of today playlist, which we I never listened to. Normally, I just make her suffer through James Taylor, mm-hmm. you know? So um, we put on, like, the hits of today, and they were playing some Taylor Swift. And Olivia Rodrigo. Ooh. And both of them, I was like, who's this? And I was like, it's Taylor Swift. I was like, I don't know, this song's pretty good. Then Olivia Rodrigo, I'm like, this song's pretty good. I was into I was into all of it. So uh and then we had champagne, brie. Did you guys have anyone brie. over or was it no, just No, just the three of us. Me, my wife, and my daughter. Eating brie baked cheese. brie, uh caviar. We we went all out. So that was our big New Year's Eve. You had caviar yesterday. We had caviar yesterday because we had it for New Year's Eve, but we didn't. We were in bed at seven. You guys, so had we didn't ca- do anything. What is? Since when are you caviar guy? We're, we are Alex. We are caviar people. No, we. Uh, it's a New Year's Eve thing. I don't even know what it is. I mean, I've never had caviar in my life. My wife 
buys it every New Year's Eve for us to have. Mm-hmm. It's just, it tastes like salt. You know, you ever have caviar? No. I mean, it's like salt. No, I don't. It's just salt. I don't run in these circles you well, do. Well, yeah, things you are going well, as you can hear <laughs> by my, you know. And had I, once again, had I brought Tootsie Rolls 20 years ago to um, audience warm-up, I wouldn't be eating caviar today. Mm-mm. But things are, you know, better now and reading caviar. I mean, it's not, ex- you know, back in the old days, it used to be that, whoa, caviar. Mm. It's 40 bucks. Yeah. You know, you could, it's fine. You could um, get it online now. It's exactly. Like you got to drive across town to the caviar <laughs> you don't have to go to shop. Some special caviar store for a, it's 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 perfectly affordable. You don't have to learn French to purchase it anymore. So, but we did that. That's what we did yesterday. And then nice. I, you know, watching the games. I was that guy. You know, eating brie, watching the games. Yeah. Yeah, and cheering. I mean, it was exciting football. And then, of course, you think about what you know happens to these guys. There was one guy I'm watching the game. I don't. You know, I don't. I didn't go to college. Uh, you know, it pains me to admit sometimes, but I just didn't go. That's mm-hmm. just the way it was for people of my world. You, we were working people, mm-hmm. and you didn't. It wasn't something people talked about. I know many people from Ronkonkoma and Long Island did go to college, but I was on. First of all, I was in Ronkonkoma. It was. It's a different world, and those people was like you do what your father did. Yeah. You go into the business, plumbing, electrical, Trained. cop, firefighter. That's what you do. This is college bullshit. I'm not doing any of that crap. You, you, so that's what I did. Just go, you be an electrician. It wasn't even mentioned to me. Um, so anyway, I uh, so I don't know the whole, like, this is my team from this, the school I went to 30 years ago. I still wear all the colors mm-hmm. and whatever. I mean, I, it's not something I'm into. And so at one point, I'm listening to the guy do the play-by-play, and he says, this player is in his sixth year of, of college. And I was like, I said to my wife, I said, you know what he just said? He said, this guy's in his sixth <laughs> year of college. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's been red-shirted. Uh, I said, what does that mean? He goes, that means like they, re- they call them red shirts, and they sit on the bench for like the first two years, so then they continue on. So they, they start the massive line. Yeah, like when they start playing, they actually could stay in college for longer. Yeah. And I was like, so what is he? He goes, yeah, they could be like 24 and still. Pl-. And I said, and it, so they actually take classes still? And she's like, well, not real ones. You know, I think they just. So I don't know if she's. I don't know if that's real or not. I think she might but be. But they did say six yeah. years. The one guy was still there. I mean, think about. Think about somebody graduating high school, even the biggest lineman coming out right. of high school, a 330-pound high school lineman right. versus a guy who's about to go into the NFL. It would make sense for your bigger players. Let them sit for two years, hit the weights so they don't have... I mean, that, but then get, they stay in college. Concussed. yeah. But doesn't the college be like, well, we can't have 25-year-olds here. Like, I think they're making so much money on those programs. Yeah. They just All right. Ball. I mean, if anybody knows anything about it, I mean, I'm we sure don't. you guys will let me know. <laughs> That someone went right, write me about Waterford. I said that the the New Year's Eve ball was made of Savarsky crystal, and she said it was. It's Waterford crystal. Oh, you better watch it. And she wrote me. She goes, you know, I, Waterford crystal from Ireland or something, whatever country mm-hmm. that Waterford is made in Ireland, I believe. And she's like, I, I thought you didn't want to. The, the people of Ireland would be happy that you mentioned Waterford. <laughs> like, oh Jesus Christ! I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I am just improvising. For an hour. Mm-hmm. There's no, we don't have any plan here when we start. I was actually going to call a friend yesterday. I don't know what I was thinking. 
I, you know, I'm losing my mind at times. I, it's time for me to get back to work. Mm-hmm. You know, today's a day where many of you guys are probably back to work. I think it's like the first day where people are back. My wife is back to work, but my daughter still, she goes back to school tomorrow. So we still have one day of just, you know, whatever we got to do. So anyway, people seem to be back to work today. Anyway, I listened to, I don't want to say who it was, a comedian. And he's on Instagram and he's talking about his plans for 2024. You know, great year, 2023. Thank you all for what you've done for my careers blowing up, blah, blah, blah. Here's what we got for 2023. And he goes, I'm starting a podcast with a friend. And then he goes on to talk about the podcast, what he's going to do with the podcast. And it's going to be this. And he's going to have a theme. Mm -hmm. And he's going to do this and he's going to do that. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, oh, my God. This First of all, it's about the fifth podcast this guy's done. I know him. He's a friend of mine. And he's done about seven podcasts, all with a theme. Mm-hmm. None of them have ever done anything. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was going to call him and say, listen, just do hear me out. I don't know anything, but I know a little bit about podcasting and what works. Mm-hmm. And he's an entertaining guy. And the other guy he's doing it with, they're both entertaining guys. I was like, forget the shtick that you're thinking about doing and you think people are going to gravitate toward. They're not. It's just not. It's only going to be a pain in the ass for you guys to do it. And just talk. Just be entertaining and talk. They will come. If you're good enough and you're entertaining enough, people will come if you just make it interesting to listen to. You don't have to have a shtick. Mm-hmm. unless it's like a you know i mean i could be proved wrong a million times you know by people who do a shtick and it works but i could also be proved proven right five million times by the guys who are like it's gonna be this we're gonna have this funny thing where comedians eat food uh-huh. and talk about yeah uh-huh it ain't gonna work yeah so this one they got it's really not gonna work and i'm like you're just going to be banging your head against the wall in three weeks when you realize nobody's listening and you still got to do a dumb shtick. Mm-hmm. So just don't do it. Yeah. Just be funny and or interesting or both. Mm-hmm. You know? How do you feel about that? I feel like... Like we never really did a shtick here. No. I mean, we thought about it. I mean, I think initially when we started, the shtick was supposed to be just covering like yeah. all type of stories. Yeah. Going which, through a newspaper. Which we still kind of do. Mm-hmm. I mean, we cover everything. I I mean, I, I kind of stay away from covering things too tragic. I mean, there's been a, you know, an earthquake in Japan. I don't think anyone died. A plane crash plane in Japan. Crash. Like a weird, like on the runway plane crash. Collision, I think. Like, yeah. yeah, there was a collision of sorts. Uh, everybody got off the plane, but it's like the video of it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I talked about Ian Ziering, but he survived. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really talk about anything too horribly depressing and that's tough to do these days because every story you read is horribly depressing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That's just my opinion. And I was about to go give it to somebody, but I'm like, don't be that guy. Mm-hmm. Nobody go gives his opinions. Nobody wants them. So I, was, I stopped myself from yeah. doing it. I was going to tech. I wasn't going to actually call. I was going to text. And then he'd be like, you know what that's going to be? He's going to look at it and go, oh, fuck, friend. Fuck you, Franchola. So your podcast did well Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean they all do well there's a lot of comedians just talking and they don't do shit either Mm -hmm. so who knows anyway but i got a good audience you know i got an audience of 57 year old biddies who know what crystal is uh what Mm -hmm. waterford (laughs) don't fuck around (laughs) you get that audience they're going to be loyal Mm -hmm. and they're going to correct every mistake you make Mm -hmm. and make a make a fuss about it yeah well i thought the people of ireland should you should they should be they're just credited yes 
So anyway, there you have it. Uh, that's who I got. Anyway, hitting the road again. As you know, Frangiola.fun has all the dates. And we are going back to some cities we haven't been to in forever. And uh, Fort Worth, Texas is the next big one. And Vegas, which Vegas is Vegas. I'll be at the Brad Garrett Comedy Club in Vegas. I'll be at Fort Worth, Texas uh, with Alex and, and Olivia in Fort Worth, Texas at the uh, Hyenas. I mm. love it. We love it. You guys have come and see, seen us there before. We're going to have a great time. New Tons of new material, tons of new crowd work, tons of new everything, tons of I don't care anymore uh, about the road. Uh, and that's not, uh, that's not to say the show is going to, it's going to be more fun because this is my new attitude. It, it started the end of this year, last year, whatever. And it's uh, going to be this year's entire just, I'm not working toward anything. You know what I mean? And, and that is a freeing way to be. I don't need to record a special to put on YouTube. It'll blow up and then I'll be able to sell out everywhere. Um, I don't, I just, I'm, those days are over for me. If I sell well because of this podcast or Juicy Scoop or whatever the things I do, then God, I, I would love to, of course, who doesn't want to sell more? I would love mm -hmm. to sell more. But if I don't, it's fine too. That's fine too, you know? And so I'd, I'm not working toward a special or a Netflix or whatever. I know Dave Chappelle's got a new special on Netflix. Just came out, right? Just came out like yeah. last night. Is it called The Dreamer or something, I think? Like that? The Dreamer. Something like that. And of course, I've been hearing different things about it. Of course, the first thing you read is always, you know, it, it sucks, it sucks, it mm. sucks, he sucks, he sucks. And I don't know. I mean, I'm going to, I'll say this, and I think I've said it before on this podcast. Am I rambling too much today? Or no. should we just continue? I don't think with so. With me rambling. Uh, I, I, it, it's, I don't know if anybody, and just Chappelle's one of the greats. He really is. But I just don't know if anybody has that amount of material to have mm -hmm. nine specials in five years or whatever he's doing. Yeah. And, I, you know, I hear there's more trans jokes in it, which is now at this point kind of getting, I, I'm almost agreeing with a lot of people like, what's this guy's deal with the trans people? Mm -hmm. And about now to Eddie Murphy, maybe. Uh, What's that? He said he sounds seems like he's about to Eddie Murphy. Like you know? that he's into like the yeah, he's yeah, gonna like, get caught I'm, picking I'm, one up. I mean, you know? who knows? You know, it's just like I I don't I don't I, yeah I don't get it. Mm -hmm. But it is becoming a little bit of this, which is in, I'm seeing like a little bit of a backlash now. I mean, I've, I've read three things mm -hmm. about it, mm -hmm. so I don't know if that's considered a backlash or not. But it's like, I, is it? Do we need more old guys shaking a stick at, at these? I don't understand mm -hmm. these trends. Like, I feel like it's a little bit of that that's happening now over at yeah. Netflix and even in most, um, I don't know, comedy of a certain age. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got to be that. But there are, of course, the Gaffigans and the Seinfelds who don't really go down that road. But, um, yeah, these guys, it does. Like, I watched Ricky Gervais's latest. And I like Ricky Gervais. I really do. I get it. I like the shows he's done. But his stand-up, it literally has not. It's the exact same. Like, I couldn't tell if I was watching an old one or a new one. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, it's just another same exact joke you made last time, but just different, like a different way to say it. Yeah. But the same joke. Mm -hmm. You know, like. He, it's almost like new tags for an old joke. Yeah. And yeah. I, I get it. You're shocking. I get it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's the Ricky Gervais thing. It's like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm not woke. I'm not woke. Yeah. You get it? 
And I mean, we all get it. We all get it. Mm-hmm. We get it. You're not woke. So I don't know if Dave's going down that road. I'm sure he's not. I mean, Dave Chappelle's going to be fine. He's mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle. I'll have to watch this one and give it my... Um, I mean, I, I, I do laugh at Dave Chappelle's specials. But I'll, I'll say this. Shock comedy, for whatever it's worth, it's, not, it's never really been my thing. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I never really needed... Like, even when Howard Stern, who I love, and as you guys know, I mean, I've often modeled, pretty much modeled my career after, you know, this show, I kind of, you know, do, it's kind of his show, more or less. But I never even liked, when he was at his most shocking, I thought it was, it was him at his worst. Mm -hmm. I always thought he was much better than that. I think he does now, too. He's older and wiser. And he looks probably looks back embarrassingly on some of that stuff. Um, yeah, so shock comedy. For I don't even know if that's what Dave's doing or mm. whatever these guys are doing, but I think that's what like Ricky Gervais was trying to do. Like you're going to be shocked by this. Buckle up. Buckle up. Yeah, I'm an old man. Mm-hmm. I got old ideas. <laughs> right, Buckle up. Right. So <laughs> who knows? What do I know? Everyone's making twenty five million dollars on these things. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the idiot in the end. Uh, good luck to everybody over at the new uh, sitcoms over on NBC. I hope they all work out. Seems like funny stuff. And Dave Chappelle and everybody else. I I have no answers to any of it, but I'll be on the road doing what I do. And may, some people think that sucks, and mm-hmm. I get it. You know, it's com. That's the beauty of comedy. You choose what you like. It's like everything else. You don't like that cereal? Buy another one. Mm-hmm. There you have it. I, I summed up uh, life in in the arts. Yep. Just right there. With a serial comparison. Uh, what do we got to get out of here, Ron? We, we, we're done. We did it. Frangiola.fun. Like I said, Frangiola.fun has every date up until um, that pretty much up until the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're we, Detroit, uh, Tampa, coming back. Uh, we're coming Atlanta. back to Atlanta for a night. We're coming back to, uh, we're doing Louisville. Haven't done Louisville in 15 years. We're doing, mm-hmm. it's a new comedy club. My friend owns it. Louisville Comedy Club and in Louisville. Lexington. And Lexington, which that comedy off Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky, I love. Had a great time there last time. Coming back there. Those are coming up soon. Philadelphia Punchline. That's a full Ooh. weekend of shows, people. Going, going. Full weekend in Philadelphia. And you know how I feel about Philadelphia. You guys have always been good to me. Every venue I've played there, it's been fantastic. So let's continue on with, uh, with you know, Philly mm-hmm. fun. I'm there for a week. I'm looking forward to spending some quality time in Philadelphia. Um, Ontario Improv. And then here, I'm doing a couple people always ask you, mm-hmm. doing local shows. I mean, it's not local, local, but it's local-ish. Yep. So on Ontario and down in, uh, what's the other one? Oxnard. Oxnard and Ontario, doing both those improvs, all on their websites, on frangiola.fun, everything, come out. We're, we're going. We're having fun, fun shows out there. Uh, so that'll be fun. And it's just, that's what I'm going to do, podcasting and live shows. That's who I'm going to be. And I kind of love it. Yeah, and a gamer. Uh, and I'm a gamer. A, I'm in a gaming chair. Best Buy. <laughs> All right. What do we got, Alex? I was thinking maybe we'll go back to, um, you know, an old one and a new one. A new hit and an old hit. Wow. So okay. we started with a hit from... From Tony the? Orlando and Dawn. We yeah. started with Tie Yellow Ribbon, Round the Old Oak Tree. Ooh. Now, uh, what do you... Are you feeling... Uh, I'll give you the uh, give you a Just choice. give me what you give. You, you, you pick it. How you about this? It. Cruel Summer, Taylor Swift. Ooh. Number one song on Spotify right now. Today's top hit. Is that right? Mm. Fever dream high in the quiet of the night. 
Cruel Summer. Mm-hmm. That was also a song by Bananarama. But, you know, they did Cruel Summer. Great yeah. song. Cruel Summer. So there's not a remake of that. No, I don't I know think this so. song. I like the song, mm-hmm. actually. It's not quite... Uh, it's good. Taylor Swift's good. Yeah. The shit is good. I mean, it's no tie a yellow ribbon around it, but... No, I mean, times are different. <laughs> There's no xylophone in this no. song. No. Wouldn't kill her to put a xylophone put in. A, put a juice harp in yeah. here or something. Yeah. This is nice. This is good stuff. I mean, what's it like to be Taylor Swift? What's it like? I mean, just... just I mean, you got the world by the balls. Mm. I mean, just everything you... T- she seems to handle it all pretty well. You know, she's not losing her mind or anything, at least that I know of, you know. Mm-hmm. She seems like she's got it together. Good for her. Hope that continues. I don't want nobody wants to see her fail. No. I think we all like her. I hope she doesn't do anything dumb. Like, you know, start protesting like, you know, the Palestinian flags. <laughs> like I don't think that's gonna happen, no. but you just never know. Alright. Gotta go, everybody. I think I gotta go. We gotta go to a park. I gotta go to a park. This is the last day of like I have to entertain my daughter for nonstop. Mm-hmm. School starts tomorrow, so today is gonna be we're going all out. We're mm-hmm. fucking going ice cream Sundays. It's gonna be it'll be like Willy Wonka today. I'm just I'm gonna I'm Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. And then what about that Chalamet Willy Wonka movie? I didn't hear one thing about Ooh, it. Oh, good. That came out. <laughs> it like, came and went. Came and went. My friend saw it. He was like, mm, eh. yeah. So are we done with we're doing Willy Wonka remakes now? Two, yeah, I mean, we two busts. Yeah, Johnny Depp one wasn't great, and they're just In stick with the Gene, years. stick with the Gene Wilder one, and yeah. and um, and move on. I was I was kind of interested in that Chalamet one. Three hundred eighty-seven million in the box office. Well, that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> so I guess it <laughs> sounds did, okay. like it did fine. Uh huh. Um, I feel like those numbers are always a little a little uh, mm-hmm. fudged. It's also tough to come out in the middle of December with a movie. A lot of money going out for. I know. The Maybe holidays. they. I don't know who they. Yeah, I don't know who they got killed by. But if somebody went and made money, yeah, it was a big movie this Christmas, wasn't there? Didn't something do well? Ah, who knows? Uh, what Either way. I, I used to be so into all that stuff. I mean, I used to like watch, look at the box office receipts every day. Now I, I mean, what's happened to me? Where did it all go wrong? All right, I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, really, really thoroughly enjoy doing this podcast. I hope you guys like it. I don't know what people like anymore, as you could tell by the way I just meander all over the place on what I should and shouldn't do. Bye bye. 